0: the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
1: Hey, this is Dale Calvert at MLMSuccess.com, MLMhelp.com. Appreciate you being here for this session, this podcast session. Before we really get started in, with this week's podcast, I just want to make it perfectly clear that I do not believe in attempting to sponsor everyone that you meet. I don't. However, as you actively build your business, you're going to run across many people that are capable who could build a team if and when the time is right in their life. In my early Shackley years, I I had a stretch where I sponsored 26 straight people, 26 one-on-ones completed, 26 people sponsored. And I think that's when I really learned that there is a lot more to this business than getting people in. Obviously, you need to get the right people in, get them engaged, keep them in, and help them move forward if you want to maximize your upside potential. you know I've said many times, if you just want to be in sales, go sell yachts, something with high commissions. So this training was originally recorded at a live event, probably in, I'm going to guess, 1995. The concepts are as important or more important and insightful today as ever. Because human nature is human nature, uh, the real product is people. I, I've often said I can't tell you what one particular person's going to do, but in any you know particular given situation, but I can tell you what ninety-nine out of a hundred will do. And I don't know if that goes back to my days of magic and understanding how people follow uh, hand movement. You know, As a magician, it's not what they're seeing. It's what they think they're seeing. I really don't know. I sincerely don't know. But I know these concepts are extremely important, and I hope they'll provide you great
2: benefit. It is my pleasure to introduce to you someone who, is going to present to you, without a doubt, my favorite training. My favorite training in this whole company is coming up next. Because what it is, is the concepts behind recruiting and also the methods behind recruiting. See, as a veterinarian, I had no idea how to do network marketing, none whatsoever. And that's exactly why I was a 3%er that Dale was talking about earlier. That's exactly why I was trying to do it my way. I didn't plug in, I didn't learn the way to do it, the concepts, the methods. But fortunately, this guy taught it to me. And I would absolutely like for you to give Mr. Dale Calvert a rounding, browsing welcome. Thank you.
3: This is week number four in the series, week number four. Here's the bottom line in this business. People make excuses, don't make money. People who make money, don't make excuses. What I'm going to share with you this morning is recruiting concepts, recruiting concepts. I want to to stress the fact that we're also going to give you a method to recruit, but giving you a method without the attitude, without the... uh, foundation is not doing you any good see I can teach you how to take this videotape out to the marketplace and recruit people but if you don't have the attitude to do it with if you don't understand that you don't beg people if you don't have the concepts in your mind then that videotape is not going to do you that much good does that make sense see we aren't just going to teach you methods we're going to teach you concepts behind the methods I'm going to go through these real quickly. Number one, the first concept that each one that comes in this industry has to learn when it comes to recruiting, the number one concept is shut up. Shut up. Most of you are talking your way out of too much business. The less you say, the more money you make. Most of you, yep, 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 yep. Oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. You should. Why don't you please? Please. Have y'all figured out that doesn't work yet? Shut up. The less you say, the more money you make. Learn how to build curiosity. Have y'all seen these people that tie the rubber bands around their ankles and jump off those cranes, bungee jumpers? Besides being crazy, why do they do that? (laughs) Curiosity. Curiosity. They're curious how it's going to feel. We do everything in life for curiosity. In recruiting, you have to create curiosity, maintain it, never satisfy it. Create it, maintain it, never satisfy it. A lot of times you get people excited They're asking you questions about this opportunity and you start answering all their questions instead of saying, hold the questions, we're going to cover that Tuesday night at the opportunity meeting. If you answer all their questions, why do they need to come to the meeting? They've already learned everything. Does that make sense? Please, grasp this now. Understand the pendulum concept. Fear of loss is the number one motivated a man it's predictable don't fight it you're dealing with human nature people want that which they cannot have quit trying to talk them in this business I could care less whether they do this business or not my only concern is that they evaluate it that if they aren't going to do it they understand what they're saying no to because in their lifetime they will never ever have an opportunity like this again Whether Andrew specifically does this business or not is not affecting me at all. I want Andrew to evaluate evaluate it for Andrew, not for Dale. You know, get the dollar signs out of your eyes. People can tell whether you're value-focused or not. If you care about them, if you care about their family, if you care about their kids going to college, and this is a vehicle that can help that, then they feel that. And if you're just trying to get them to do something for you, they feel that. And don't think they don't so forget yourself concentrating on helping your fellow man get value focused and this is an easy easy business to do it's easy it's all a number game numbers game professional sort amateurs try to convince y'all hear that I call Anthony and uh, Anthony says, Dale, I don't believe you. I don't believe the company. I don't believe anything about it. I'm not interested. He's done. It's over. I don't try to talk Anthony into doing anything. I call the next person. It's all a numbers game. I have got a McDonald's restaurant. I've got 25,000 cars going by my McDonald's. Kenny has got 100,000 cars going by his McDonald's. Who's going to sell the most burgers? Kenny. Did y'all see that? They'd reroute the traffic. Now I got 100,000 going by mine. Kenny's got 25,000 going by his. Who's going to sell the most burgers? I am. Do you all see that? It's all numbers. He who passes out the most videotapes wins. It's numbers. If you do not get them now, put them in your Eagle file. You'll get them later. You will get them later. That's what the Eagle file is for. See, when I get to Hawaii, can't wait. When I get off the plane, I got a list of peel-and-stick labels to my Eagle file. I'm going to buy a big stack of postcards when I get off the plane. I'm going to send them all postcard. I'm in Hawaii with 40 other people from my business. We're having a great time. Wish you could be here. That's right, you got a job. You, you see? <laughs> That goes to my Eagle File. Now that's gonna jar some people. So if you don't get them now, you stay in contact with good professional information. You will get them later. Eagle File. Value focused. Understand this, when you're recruiting, follow up is more important than the initial contact. We've already had people that have called the tools office. They've seen the videotape. They don't know who gave them the videotape. They're interested in the business. They want to do the business, and they can't find anybody that will sponsor them, and whoever gave them the videotape never called them back. I had to talk somebody out of Connecticut out into coming into this business. He got upset with me. What well, do you mean you won't sponsor? I'm ready to go. I want 10 cases of product. I am ready to go. I can do this. I've done another company in the past. I'm ready. I said, you got to get back with the person who gave you the tape. I don't know who it was. They didn't even put a note in it. There's no nothing here. I said, let me get your name and number. I'll try to locate it. If not, then I guess we can help you become a distributor. But what I'm saying is you've got to follow up with these people. Now, understand you're putting together a team based on leadership abilities. Everybody that you bring in the program has a one to ten on leadership. Their leadership ability is either a one, it's a two, or it's all the way up to a ten. Say, well, Dale, are you talking about people? Yeah, I really am. You know whether there are seven or whether there are three. Now, here's the beauty: if you're a one, can you become a ten? Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm not, I'm just saying that different people come into this program with different skills, different backgrounds. If you're a one, you can become a ten. So here's an organization, you sponsor a six, the six goes out and he sponsors down, so he goes after the fours and the fives and threes. They sponsor twos, fours, threes and fours. The threes go out and sponsor down, they sponsor ones and twos, and before you know it, you got an organization full of ones. Does that make sense? Okay, now if you learn to sponsor up, let's say you're a six, you go out and the Mr. and Mrs. High Credibilities, and you sponsor a six and a couple of sevens. You teach them to sponsor up. They sponsor some eights. The eights sponsor some nines. And before you know it, you have an organization multiplying down here of tens. Which group would you rather have, this one or this one? Simple question, right? So what am I saying? You're putting together a baseball team. With what's going on right now, that's probably not a real good example, but... <laughs> Would you rather have major leaguers or minor leaguers? Now, it takes the same effort to recruit a minor leaguers as it does a major leaguer. In our business, it's probably harder to recruit a minor leaguer than it is a major leaguer because ones or twos are sitting on in the couch in front of the electronic income reducer, you know, saying, "Ah, oh, that won't work. That don't work. I got a good job. I just got a quarter of a week raise," and you're trying to talk them into coming in the program where somebody with some business sense understands what this company has done, they understand our track record, they understand it's a $33 billion industry we're dealing with, and they're a lot more apt to jump on this than your negative brother-in-law. So quit trying to talk him into it and go after the best people you can find. Does that make sense? I see so many people wasting so much time with people that just aren't gonna do this business couple more concepts real quick focus on their reasons shake them up cause them to think understand ratios if you hand out the videotape 10 times sponsor 3 you hand it out 10 more times you'll sponsor 3 more you hand it out 10 more times you'll sponsor 5 if you continue to do it your numbers will get better why would your numbers get better because you get better because we get better It all comes down to exposing the right person at the right time in their life. Every one of you in this room, would there have been a time when you would have not considered the New Image opportunity? But somebody exposed you at the right time in your life. So when we go out there and talk to Joe and the timing is not right in Joe's life, if we try to beg him, browbeat him, to get him to join our company when the timing is right in his life, he won't talk to you. You run him off. Some of you spend so much time begging people that when the timing is right, they won't even talk to you. But if you approach them professionally, you give them the information, you stress that they evaluate it for their family, here's the information, the timing's not right. Then you go back and every 90 days, you drop him a check copy in the mail, a newspaper article, or a postcard from Hawaii, and you approach him professionally, When the timing is right and the boss comes in saying, I hate to tell you this, Joe, I know you've been here 17 years, but we're downsizing, we're eliminating this office, we're going to have to give you some severance pay and you no longer have a job here. Who's he going to think of? Me. You. If you approach him professionally in the beginning and follow up. Does that make sense? Please, people. I was talking to somebody this week on the phone. I said, If we could get everybody a new image to quit begging and get cocky about what they got, you can get cocky with this. You don't need anybody. They need you. We got the gold. They got the job. Understand, they need us. We don't need them. You will find ten as soon as you get this in your mind. You'll get ten just like that. Bob and I were talking. We said if we could get everybody a new image... To just start taking it away and don't care whether a person comes in if we could get three or four hundred people in new image to just understand that fear loss is the number one motivator to man this thing would explode throughout this country and no other we do what no other network marketing company has ever done because 99 percent of them out there are trying to beg people into the program if it's so good why do you got to beg them into it it's just an attitude people but once you get and i know because i begged for three years I begged and begged and talked them into it and did everything for them and did all their work for them and ran them products all across the country and called their upline, downline, sideline, the mama, the grandmama. I mean, I did it for three years and turned around, they was all gone. If you talk them into it, somebody else is going to talk them out of it. I'd rather have one person that's in this program doing it for their reasons than a hundred that I've had to talk into the deal. And once you get that, this thing is simple, it's easy, it's exciting, because I don't deal with anybody that doesn't want it as bad as I do. That's good stuff. Okay, I'm going to do this by request. This is not part of the eight-week training. I'm going to go through this as quick as I can. we did not have the videotape when this eight-week training manual was put together, but I want to go through this real quickly on how to recruit using a the videotape. There's three people you're going to be talking to. Hot market is warm market. Third type is Mr. or Miss High Credibility. center of influence people in your town I'm going to talk to you about how to approach all three of these people your hot market this is your friends your family members people that you're very close to people that you go to church with they go, uh, uh, people that you go to their house and eat pizza they come to your house and eat pizza you might take family vacations these are your real close friends these are the most negative people that you'll have okay in most cases i call them on the phone i call my brother up and i say hey 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 wade this is dale are you going to be home for the next 30 minutes he says yes i say i'm on my way over i've got something you need to see everybody can do that right simple i get to wade's house now this is what you got to do now you got to understand this Say, Dale, are you just making this up? No, I've done it many times, and this is what you do. This is your close friends, okay? They know you. They're gonna know whether you're excited or whether you're not excited. When you get to that house, you got to, right before you get to their house, you have got to put on the gas. Okay, now, are y'all with? I mean, I want you just fast, right now, make sure there's no kids around, but I mean fast, right to their house, and when you get in front of their house, Squeal the brakes. (laughs) Because you want them running up to the window to see what's going on. So you squeal the brakes. You grab the videotape. You hop out of your car and you run as fast as you can to their front door. They're going to say, what in the world? What's going on? That's what you want them thinking. Are you with me? You hop out, and I mean, you run, and you don't ring the doorbell. You don't knock. You ding, 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 or knock, 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 knock. You want to run into the door. You got a sense of urgency about you. Okay, they come to the door and say, and you got to do like this and shake the tape. You know, where's your VCR? and they tell you and you run into the den and you're doing like this and you take the tape out and you say put this in and push play. That's important terminology. Put this in and push play because on this videotape the statement is made if you can push play you can do this business. Y'all with me there? So we're watching the videotape you sit there like you've never seen it before. It doesn't matter what they say, how they say it, you're watching the tape, you're excited, you're going to enjoy it no matter what they say. They're going to say, "Ah, oh, I don't think that stuff works. Look, I don't want you anyway. I, I'm doing this only out of obligation to you because I love you. Watch the tape. I don't think that stuff works. Look, I, I don't care what you think. I really don't want you in my business. I'm just doing it out of obligation to you. You're just practice, okay? And you're watching the tape, okay? You do not pay attention to anything that they're saying. If it's negative, just keep telling them you don't want them. I don't think you could do it. The only reason I'm showing this is because of out of obligation. And every time you're saying that kind of stuff, they're thinking, I bet I could do it. (laughs) Why don't he want me? If he could do it, I could do it. You see what that's creating? And when it's over, you just grab the videotape and say, "Look, I'm only looking for ten people. Are you in or out? They'll be in. You'll get them. Now, if you go over there and would you knock on the door, and, would you please, please, please watch my videotape? <laughs> I've been in this for three days and I haven't sponsored nobody. And you're my sister, and you owe me one. And it. uh uh. that won't get it. Do you see the difference? Do you see the difference? Every time you show this videotape, you have one or two goals. You're either going to sponsor them in the program or create two new referrals. That's your goal every single time. If my brother says, Dale, I'm just not interested in that. I've got a good job down at the gas station. I plan on keeping it. I say, I appreciate it, Wade. Thank you. Uh, You just stay there. But, Wade, if you were going to do it, who'd be the first person you talk to? Who'd be the second? Who else you know? Key phrase. Wade, who do you know? If you were going to do this, who's the best person you know? Who'd be the first person you talk to? Who'd be the second? Who else you know? Okay, warm market. These are people that, they're friends, but they aren't great friends. You call them on the phone. I call them, I say, Hey, uh, uh, Sean, this is Dale Calvert. I just wanted to give you a call. Stephanie and I got involved in a new business and we're really excited about it. Key phrase, we're really excited about it. It's hard for Sean to give me too bad of a time if I tell him I'm excited about something. This is not my hot market. See, your hot market will get all over you. They're negative. But your people that you know that are friends... They'll respect you a little bit more than your close friends for some reason or another. So your, your, hot, your warm market, you call. Stephanie and I just got involved in a new business. We're really excited about it. We're looking for a couple key people, and I thought of you. Sean, I have no idea whether you personally be interested or not, but I have a short videotape I'd like for you to take a look at, and I'll contact you uh, in a couple of days. Uh, and I get the videotape in his hands. Are y'all with me? So it's real short. It's to the point. I get the videotape in his hands. I have no idea whether you'd be interested. When I say that, he's thinking, well, I might be. But you say, hey, Sean, I have no idea whether you'd be interested, but there's people that are already making a six-figure income with this opportunity. Now think about that. Sean, I have no idea whether you'd be interested, but there are already people making a six-figure income with this opportunity. What did you subconsciously just tell him? I know you aren't interested in making a six-figure income. What's he thinking? I might be. Do you see how terminology is important? As we go through this, you'll find out that the terminology is key. The next are Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility. These are your key people, the center of influence in town. This is the real estate broker, the people that you know that are in insurance, that are in some type of sales, sales management background. Those people, you call them on the phone and you say, Hello, uh, uh, Dr. Dan, uh, this is Dale Calvert. Uh, listen, Dan, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but I need to ask you a favor. Can you help me out? Now think about this. Somebody that you know, whether you know them well or not, they call you on the phone and ask you for a favor. What's your response going to be? Sure, I'll help you if I can, right? And that's a the normal response? So I call Dan on the phone say, Hey, Dan, this is Dale uh, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but I, need to call. I wanted to call and see if you could uh, help me out, see if you could do me a favor. He says, sure, Dale, what can I do for you? Stephanie and I just got involved in a new business. We're excited about it. We're looking for a couple key people with leadership ability, and we naturally thought of you. What did I just do for Dan? Pat him on the back, right? We're looking for a couple of people with some leadership ability. And we naturally thought of you. I have no idea where you'd personally be interested, but would you watch a short videotape for me and tell me who you know that I should contact? So he'll say, sure, bring it by. I say, well, Dan, do I need to bring it by the office or by the home? He says, bring it by the office. So I take Dan the videotape. Now, does everybody in this room see how to contact your hot market, your warm market, or Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility? You have that. This is yes, and this is no. Do you have that? Yes. Okay, you've got it. Now, we get the videotape in our hand. We're going to call them back. One of two things has happened. They've either watched it or they've not watched it, right? If you know exactly what you're going to say if they've watched it, and you know exactly what you're going to say if they haven't watched it, do you see how it, an advantage that you have there? So when you call back, they're either going to watch it or not watch it. If they have not watched it, you've got two options. Number one is, I say, Bob, listen, it's only about 30 minutes. Watch it. I'll call you back in an hour. So I call Bob on the phone. Hey, Bob, this is Dale Calvert. I want to follow up with you on that videotape. See if you had the opportunity to watch it. See if you're open for more information. He says, Dale, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Bob, it's only about 30 minutes long. Watch it. I'll call you back in an hour. He's either going to say yes, he's going to say no. If he says, I've got to get the kids in bed, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I say, Bob, listen, i got a lot of other people who need to see the tape. I've got to have it back tomorrow. Put it in your mailbox. I'm going to pick it up. And if you get a chance, watch it tonight before you go to bed. But I am going to come by and pick it up tomorrow. And if, I, and if you don't have the opportunity to watch it, I'll try to get you another one in the next two to three weeks. Talk to you later. Oh, 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 oh. By the way, Bob, if you don't watch this tape, you're going to have a terrible time trying to sleep tonight. Goodbye. And hang up on it. (laughs) Yo, okay. I've had them say, Dale, I was laying in bed. I had the tape in the mailbox. I hadn't watched it. I knew you were excited. And daggone it, I kept tossing and turning. I had to get out of bed, go get the videotape out of the mailbox and watch it. This works. Here's the idea. Every day that that videotape sits on top of their TV, whatever's on it subconsciously gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper in their mind. Subconsciously. You want them to watch it, get it back, sort, don't convince. Doesn't matter whether they do, whether they don't. Just watch the tape and get it back to me because I got other people that need to see it. Are you all with me? Okay, I watched it, and he says, Yes, Dale, I watched it. And I say, Great, Bob, let me ask you a question. Uh, I want you, Bob, Dale Calvin, I want to call you back, see if you had the opportunity to watch the tape, see if you're open for more information. He says, Yes, Dale, I watched it. I say, Bob, would you be open for more information? He's going to say yes, or he's going to say no. If he says yes, then I'm going to, this is important terminology, I'm going to say, Bob, what are you doing Monday night? Monday's our meeting. Okay, I'm going to say, Bob, what are you doing Monday night? He's going to say, oh, I'm nothing. I said, I'm going to pick you up. We'll go to our opportunity meeting. We'll get all your questions answered. He's going on to ask me 101 questions. I keep saying, hold the questions, hold the questions, hold the questions. I do not answer questions because if you answer questions, what are you doing? Satisfying curiosity. So I don't do that. Hold the questions, hold the questions. If he says, Dale, I watched it. I don't think that's for me. I say, that's fine, Bob, but just out of curiosity, what about the program didn't appeal to you? He might say, I'm not a good door-to-door salesperson, or whatever he says, it's probably is completely off base. So I'll say, feel, felt, found. Bob, I know how you feel. Sean Wheeling down in South Carolina felt the same way, but when he really evaluates this program, he found out. Feel, felt, found. I'm going to try to answer one objection and get into the meeting. If he does not want to come to the meeting after I answer one objection that's done I'm not begging I'm not pleading I'm not doing anything else because I'm going to get Bob anyway in, a, in, in just a, a short period of time I'm going to have Bob in my business anyway and I'll show you how in a minute so I don't I answer one objection and then I ask Bob let me ask you a question Bob if you were going to do this business who'd be the first person you talk to who'd be the second who else you know Bob gives me a couple of names and I'm off are y'all with me now Okay, so I'll call Bob back up. What I'm getting ready to show you now, those of you that are asleep and I see you out there, (laughs) wake up. What I'm getting ready to show you now will make some of you more money than anything I can show you when it comes to recruiting using a videotape. Now, have you already caught the fact there's a lot of key phrases that we've already discussed? There's a lot of key terminology. This tape will be on cassette, so you can listen to it over and over and over to internalize the terminology. If you can learn, where's the beef? I'd walk a mile for a camel. Who shot JR? Then you can learn everything that you need to learn to become an expert at using a videotape to recruit. Does that make sense? So I'm going to go through this real quick, and I want you to, to understand, well, Dale, how do you understand? Look, you can learn what I'm getting ready to share with you. I call Bob on the phone and say, hey, Bob, this is Dale Calvert. Just, Bob's my Mr. or Mrs. High credibility. This is Dale Calvert. I want to check back with you, see if you had the opportunity to watch the tape, see if you're open for more information. He says, Dale, I watched it. I, it's interesting, but I'm just not... Uh, ready right now for another opportunity. I say, fine, Bob, I respect that. Let me ask you a question. If you're going to do the business, who'd be the first person you talk to? Who'd be the second? Who else you know? Bob says, Dale, I talk with Linda. Do you have Linda's address and phone number? Yes, I do. Uh, I call Linda on the phone. I say, Linda, this is Dale Calvert. You don't know me, but we have a mutual friend in Bob Armstrong. I was talking with Bob the other day, told him I'm getting ready to expand my business. I'm looking for a key person with leadership and management abilities, and he said that you're the lady I need to talk to. I've got some information I'd like to get out to you in the mail. What's your address? They'll give it to you. Every time they'll give it to you. because Bob Armstrong. If I'm calling out of the blue, they don't know me. They aren't going to give me their address. But because if Bob told me to call, I'm going to get their address. Does that make sense? I send Linda the videotape. I say, Linda, this call her back in two days. you call back two days. Linda, this is Dale Calvert. I to follow up with you, see if you had the opportunity to watch the videotape and see if you're open for more information. She says, Dale, I watched it, but right now uh, my, my daughter's having some health problems and the timing's just not right. I say, fine, Linda, I understand. Let me ask you a question. If you're going to do the business, who'd be the first person you talk to? Who'd be the second? Who else you know? She said, I talked to Gary. I called Gary on the phone. I said, Gary, this is Dale Calvert. You don't know me, but we have a mutual friend in Linda. I was talking to Linda the other day. I to get her to expand my business. Look for a key person with leadership management abilities. And she said, you're the guy I need to talk with. I got a short videotape I'd like to send you in the mail. And have you take a look at what's your address? He gives it to me. I send him the videotape. Gary, this is Dale Calvert. would follow up with you, see you had an opportunity to watch the tape, see if you're open for more information. He says, Dale, I haven't had an opportunity to watch it. I said, Gary, it's only about a half hour. Call it, watch it. I'll call you back in an hour. Call him back in an hour. Gary, did you watch the tape? Yes, I did. Dale, it's just like Amway. I'm not interested. Appreciate it. But let me ask you a question. We're going to do the business. Who'd be the first person you talk to? Who'd be the second? Who else you know? He said, I talked to Andrew. I call Andrew on the phone. Andrew, this is Dale Calvert. You don't know me, we have a mutual friend And Gary. I was talking to Gary the other day, told him am get to expand my business. Look for a key person leadership, management, abilities. He said, says, you're the guy I need to talk with. Are y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah. I call Andrew on the phone two days, say, Andrew, this is Dale Calvert. I want to follow up with you, see the other two, watch the videotape, see if you're open for more information. He says, no, Dale, I haven't. Well, let me ask you a question. If you're going to do it, who be the first person, who be the second? talked to Sally. Sally's not interested. She says, talk with Carol. I call Carol on the phone, say, hey, Carol. Carol Ely, this is Dale Calvert. Sent you a videotape. Just want to check back with you, see if you had an opportunity to watch and see if you're open for more information. She says, Yes, Dale, I watched the tape several times. When they say that, you say, cha-ching! Carol, <laughs> 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 I want to just check with you and see what are you doing Monday night. Well, I don't have anything going Monday night. Monday night... I'll meet you at the Cracker Barrel. I'll pick you up. We'll go to the Cracker Barrel about 6. Our meeting starts at 7.30. We'll go and get all your questions answered. Well, Dale, tell me about this, uh, this uh, Siberian ginseng. Dale, tell me about... Uh, 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 listen, Carol, hold your questions. Everything will be answered for you Monday night. Well, how much do I make when I sell the... Pro- Carol, hold the questions. Everything will be answered for you Monday night. Maintain curiosity. A lot of you blow it by answering every question that they have because you think, I got somebody that's interested. Don't satisfy the curiosity. Let the meeting do it. Does that make sense? Okay, I call Carol back up and I say, hey, uh, uh, Carol comes to the meeting, she gets excited, she gets involved with New Image International. Who's the next person I'm gonna call? Sally. Listen to this terminology. I call Sally on the phone. I say, hey, Sally, this is Dale Calvert. Just wanted to give you a call and thank you and warn you. (laughs) Warn me about what, Dale? That's what they... Warn me about what? Think if somebody called you that you barely knew, that you talked to one time, and they called you back to thank you and warn you. How would you feel? That's how Sally feels. Okay? And she says, Dale, warn me about what? I said, look... You told me to contact Carol. Carol came in the program, she's excited. She's gonna make somebody a lot of money. Is it gonna be me, or is it gonna be you? And they'll panic. They'll panic at that time. Why would they panic? Because fear of loss, number one motivator to man. They got something to lose now. Dale, can I get another video? Uh, I didn't look at it that good. I said, I, that's obvious, or you would be, with, you'd be doing what Carol's doing. Well, Dale, could I please, please, please get another video? Possibly. We'll talk about it.
4: <laughs>
3: well, okay, you can get that way now. So Sally sees the videotape, and I say, Sally, listen, are you really serious? Yes. Well, you've already missed the election to meeting. That was Monday night, but if you're really serious, tomorrow night I want you to be in Louisville at the opportunity meeting down there. Dale, that's an hour and a half away. You obviously aren't really serious. I guess Carol's going to make me all the money. I'll be there, Dale. I'll be there. You know, that's what they'll do. You get, you get Carol to the, or Sally to the meeting, and then when it's over, she's in. She's going to be in the program. So now we got Sally and Carol. Who's the next person I contact? Andrew. Andrew, this is Dale Calvert. Just wanted to give you a call and thank you and warn you. He's in. He's got two people here. Andrew comes in. I call Gary up. Hey, Gary, this is Dale Calvert. Just wanted to give you a call and thank you and warn you. Warn me about what, Dale? Well, you told me about Andrew. He's in the program. He's already got two people in his organization. That organization's gonna make somebody a lot of money. Is it gonna be you or is it gonna be me? Dale, I told you that's just like Amway. My brother-in-law's sister was in Amway out in Texas 13 years ago. She still got soap in her garage. I'm not interested in any pyramid thing. Guess what we do with Gary? Scratch him off our list. Gary's gone. He's over. He's not even getting a postcard from Hawaii, okay? I don't want Gary. Gary's over. I call Linda. Linda comes in the program. Now I call my Mr. or Mrs. High Credibility. They're a friend of mine. Oh, wait, let me back up. When I call Linda, I say, hey, Linda, this is Dale Calvert. Just wanted to give you a call and thank you and warn you. And she says, warn me about what, Dale? And I said, well, first of all, you told me to contact Gary. He's negative. I, I didn't like Gary. He wasn't a very good referral. Who else do you know? Okay?
4: <laughs>
3: get a couple more, okay? Just in case. You know, just in case. So you get a couple more. Okay. Now I call Bob. and say, Bob, this is Dale Calvert. You aren't going to believe what I'm getting ready to show you, and we have coffee this week. I need 10 minutes of your time, buddy. You need to see what's happening. Bob and I, have, he's my Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility. I can talk serious to him now he's in the program. He's smart enough, he's business-minded enough, he's coming in, he's gonna sign an app and get a case of product just because of the possibilities that exist here. Whether the timing's right or not, he's still gonna preserve his interest in the business. Then I go to everybody else in my town and say, Mr. or Mrs. Credibility, Bob is with us in the program. Do you see what happens now? Now that Bob, the center of influence, the Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility in your town is doing this program, then every other person in town is gonna pay a lot of attention to what you're saying because you've got Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility. Now I want to tell you something. (laughs) What I have shared with you, and I mean this, is from years of doing this wrong, I've done it wrong so long that it's scary. It's a wonder I'm standing here this morning. But what I've just shared with you, there's nobody else in the country that's teaching what I just taught. This has come from a lot of mistakes. Nobody else is teaching this. Nobody. You can't get what I just shared with you anywhere except with New Image International. It's worth a million dollars to you if you'll use it. I hope you will. Thank you.